I have been greatly enjoying interviewing dynamic edupreneurs about the important work they're doing to bridge education and workforce, but this month I'm taking a different tactic. I'm an advisory council member for California State University at Chico's Women in Leadership Program, and our latest meeting had so much pertinent information that I'm using this month's episode to share an overview on the various topics we discussed as they apply to education and workforce development, including 2023's Workforce Trends. Welcome to Answer E, Edupreneurs Bridging Workforce and Education. In the Women in Leadership Advisory Council meeting, one of the first topics that we discussed was remote working following the pandemic and um, the role it's playing in education, including workplace trainings. As a County Office of Education employee, I was surprised to be one of the only women in my group who had returned to the office. Most were either entirely remote or at least hybrid. It was interesting to me that while our K-12 schools in California are back in person, even the university itself was still not fully in person, including the meeting itself that I was attending being virtual. And many other industries have shifted to become entirely virtual. According to a Forbes article called The Top Workplace Trends for 2023, The American Opportunity Survey reported that 58% of Americans still report working at least part-time remotely. So we broke out into group discussions, and one member of my group discussed her struggles. She was feeling disconnected, communicating in an entirely virtual format. She really felt like it impedes her ability to feel confident, especially when other participants have their cameras off. It was interesting, another participant whose camera was off spoke up to say that she's stopped taking it personally or as an indicator of disengagement when a person chooses not to be on camera. She suggested using apps such as one called Clubhouse to aid with audio-only discussions as well as promoting having a picture of yourself displayed. Regardless of how we personally feel on the subject, This is a topic we will need to continue to problem solve and realize will affect many of our students entering the workplace, some of whom have probably been the ones who preferred to remain off camera as they have in our virtual classrooms. You know, I've heard that a lot from high school teachers that I've worked with. And this ties into other workplace trends of 2023. As discussed in articles from both Forbes and Harvard Business Review, which I've linked to my website, answere.org where workplace flexibility is a high topic of discussion. Harvard Business Review goes on to discuss flexibility not only in workplace location, but employee control over their hours and the days they work, as well as even getting a voice in who they choose to work with. Educators know that student voice in the classroom is a research-supported way to increase student engagement and thereby student achievement, but How many of us have fully realized the impact that our employee voice can have on their engagement in their work and how that impacts their outcomes? It's another interesting bridge between education and the workforce, especially as we consider educators themselves. 
respected researcher John Hattie has identified collective teacher efficacy as having the highest positive effect of any best practice on student outcomes. And for any of those who are unfamiliar, collective teacher efficacy is a practice where teachers themselves have the freedom and confidence to make decisions in how to meet student need in their classrooms. In other words, when educators are able to be flexible in how they provide learning opportunities to the students in their classrooms, it has a direct positive effect on student learning. It also makes me think of the flexibility that learners themselves have found in the school environment. As we've talked about on this podcast, while the traditional concept of high school works for some students, there's many different needs for education. Looking at the workforce trends for 2023 made me think about the fact that this bridge runs two ways, both education adjusting to meet the workforce needs and the workforce adjusting to the needs of their workers and the education needed. Workers are getting, actually demanding, more choice in their workplaces, and our students are demanding more flexibility in their learning environments with online and hybrid options. Edupreneurs keep looking for ways to adjust these learning environments to meet the changing needs. One thing that remains stable is the need for skills development in both the education and workplace arenas. Both Forbes and Harvard Business Report talk about the skill development in their workplace trends reports, including this concept of quiet hiring, where many companies are helping their employees upskill to meet shifts in the workplace need, or maybe bringing in workers with specific skills for gig work. This is enhanced by a trend of pursuing so-called non-traditional candidates, meaning that companies are moving past looking at a candidate based solely on their education and experience and instead focusing on their skills. Focusing on the skills of the candidate versus where the skills may have been acquired is a huge shift, reinforcing what Answer E is all about. Not only has the labor market itself shown the various paths to successful careers, but now workplace trends themselves are recognizing that the skills gained are more important in many arenas than a certain degree earned by a candidate. On the other side of skills development is the need to rebuild social skills. While we've heard a lot about how this affects the younger generations, Harvard talks about how this actually impacts all ages, especially post-pandemic. The article talks about the importance of building connections or relationships across generations and positions within a business. Whether these relationships are being made face-to-face or learning how to be comfortable in primarily virtual environments, like the woman I spoke about at the beginning, the human connection is as important as it has ever been. Last, I was introduced to the concept of VUCA, a concept that the other women in the group seemed quite familiar with, and I immediately saw the connection to education, especially with an entrepreneurial mindset. VUCA is an acronym that stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, all factors that are as alive in the school environment as they are in the workplace. 
While educators know that consistency is one of the best ways we can structure our schools and classrooms to lower the effective filter and enhance learning, our world is an increasingly volatile place. As it has been said, the only constant is change. I know in our area in the past few years, the weather alone has kept communities continuously adapting to factors such as fires and floods, power outages and snowstorms. Add to that various layers affecting our society today, and it's clear our students need to learn to adapt in volatile, ever-changing environments, especially for the benefit of their mental health. A volatile environment naturally breeds uncertainty as to what the future will look like. We've all heard the sayings that we're preparing students for jobs that we don't know about as they are yet to be developed. Adaptability, grit, and comfortability with taking risk are skills that can prepare students to navigate uncertainty in both their learning environments and the workplace. The volatility and uncertainty lead to an increasingly complex world and workplace environment where workers are asked to creatively problem solve on a more and more frequent basis. Gone are the days of training students to be compliant factory workers as those kinds of jobs have been replaced by AI. The human creativity and ability to problem solve is what makes us stand out apart from AI as situations become more ambiguous. As the VUCA website states, one size fits all and best practice have been relegated to yesterday. In today's world, it's rare for things to be completely clear or precisely determinable. The site goes on to talk about the importance of being willing to fail and learning to ask why and how instead of only focusing on the what. Again, all of these pieces being applicable in our educational environments as we help our students grow into the workforce of tomorrow, as well as the citizens who will run our country and our communities. Clearly, this discussion got my wheels turning and I hope it did for you too. As I mentioned previously, all of the articles I spoke about are linked on the answere.org website under the resources tab. I would love to hear your thoughts on these topics, so feel free to reach out to at Answer E Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time.